0: Hey, if you guys are looking to sell your house in 2022 or well into 2023, here are the top three things your listing agent should absolutely know critical to your success. I will see you on the inside. Hey, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. No matter what time it is, I hope that you, my friends, are having another amazing day. That was very loud. That was loud. With my co-host Josh Zuniga, dude, you're an expert at this selling houses, hands down. Like one of the best people I've ever met in my entire life. That's not a like you know pat on the back. That's truth. That's true. Appreciate that, brother. Thank you so much. And so, um, can we both agree on that most real estate agents are not built the same?
1: Definitely not. I can't
0: say the R word but yeah. we know what we're talking about. Exactly. So when we're talking about real estate agents, like what's the number one thing that you should be looking for as a home seller in your agent? Number Neg- one. Negotiation. Why? Negotiation skills. Right? Yes.
1: And this is very specific even from, um, especially in today's market, right? Things have switched. Things have changed, you know, and sellers, you know, have kind of a little, gone a little spiral and they're in a little bit of panic, right? Because they're concerned about the, their home price. So knowing how to negotiate and knowing how to set up a deal with that other buyer and that buyer's agent and to make sure that we have you know a common understanding of what it's gonna take to actually get this deal done to still make sure that your seller is happy and that your buyer is happy and we can put this together and go through closing is gonna be the number one most important thing that you can have as a skill, uh, as a real estate agent for your seller.
0: Hands down. So like literally, if you're looking to sell your house, your agent can save you tens and in- hundreds of thousands of dollars, potentially just the negotiation process, right? So I'm going to break down a couple different areas. So obviously the price, first thing you always negotiate is price. Mm -hmm. What I like to see as a buyer's agent or even a listing agent is just communication with the other party, right? And so finding out if this is even a deal that we can put together, but as a selling agent, seller's agent, you should be looking at it and saying, Hey, what is the buyer's motivation to get in this property? Are they looking at other properties? Are they well-qualified? Are they riding the edge if a buyer is riding the edge, we have more leverage as a seller because mm-hmm. there's that scarcity mindset in a buyer that is like, wait a minute, maybe I don't qualify for the house. And if a seller is like, hey, look, I know that you're right on the edge, you might not qualify, you might you know, say, hey, look, why don't we bump the price up? and you know, I'll give you 5,000 towards uh, mm-hmm. closing costs. Yeah,
1: I've done that uh, several times, very specific. And yes. you were perfect and you hit it on the money because every listing, especially now, making sure that you have that phone call with that buyer's agent that comes through and say, it's like, what was your feedback? Was your buyer interested? Do they want to put an offer? Where are they at? Are they, do they have to sell a home? Are they coming from out of town? You know, What's their down payment look like? Um, having, and even talking to the lender, If you're, if something is really serious, you need to have that conversation with the lender right away to know exactly where they're at financially. And this is even a good candidate for
0: your seller. Yes, you brought up a really good point too, because I think that not a lot of agents know this, but if you call the lender, you can extract really important information out of the lender that the other agent's not going to tell you, Mm -hmm. right? So like if the buyer's like, hey, I really need this house because my kid goes to school, like in, you know, the school next door in their special needs or in the IEP or whatever the situation is, they have to go to that school. And there's no other inventory in the area. Guess what? You got more leverage as a seller. Yeah. So really important to have good agents that really understand how to negotiate. It can save you or make you. I should say make you. It should make you tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars and more. Uh, just just by having a good negotiator. Yeah. And th- and it's 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 funny because you can have that
1: one sentence that can change the game, because it can go to a point to where that buyer's agent is saying, Yeah, we're just looking and making consideration, and then you have the different conversation. You get that one little nugget to know, like, Okay, cool. We can work with this but Mm -hmm. not to a point to where you you know over leverage and you try and like push on your position right at the end of the day you want to create a sale for your client right and for your seller at the end of the day you need to figure out what the price you know that buyer is willing to pay and what that price um that seller is willing to sell and making sure that you can find that common ground and figuring out exactly all the terms that you can have you know in between but communication is definitely you know the number one thing especially um extending expectations is huge you know even with your sellers now setting expectations because the market has definitely changed it has definitely shifted and we are always going to go for you know our desired price but you have to let them know that hey this is what buyers are experiencing this is what it is in the market this is what the interest rates are this is what the average comps are going for for your area these are going to be our projections for how much we're going to actually yeah you're kind of giving
0: away but what's number two in that list uh marketing marketing Yeah. It's got a lot to do with that, right?
1: It has a lot to do with everything, man. Yeah. So just like within every business, the lifeblood and oxygen of any small business and agent is marketing and advertising. And branding, you know, is associated with that, too. So now that, you know, the the buyer's market is coming towards more of a buyer's market and there's more inventory, you have to figure out how are we going to make this property stand out? How are we going to make sure that we have enough eyeballs and enough footsteps into this property to procure the right buyer that we're actually looking for?
0: 100%. So don't just throw it on the
1: MLS? Don't just throw saying? it on the MLS. You have yes. to get creative with exactly what you're doing, whether you're holding your open houses, whether you're doing some type of ad you know, for that, whether you're doing some type of email, yes. or you're doing some type of blast, or some type of... Uh, um, reverse prospecting there's so many things Reverse you do. prospecting. Yes, so
0: guys as home sellers I want you to understand that I'm gonna say 90% of agents 95% agents They literally would just take pictures and by the way if your agent comes in and takes cell phone pictures oh You've got the wrong agent. God. 100% please okay? don't do that guys And so understand that most agents will just take pictures and then write a description and then throw down the MLS and wait for the showings to happen Good agents, like Josh Zuniga, will go out there and be proactively marketing your property digitally and understanding what channels, calling on his network, which is massive, his network of agents saying, hey, look, I've got this property for sale. Do you have any buyers? Doing reverse prospecting, going back through his prospect list to find out who in his buyer pool is also looking for a house like that. Mm -hmm. What investors are looking for properties like that? I'm glad you said that, yes. And so he's really, really going the extra mile to be able to sell that house for the maximum and getting the maximum amount of market exposure or marketing for that property. What's number three? It's going to be market knowledge. Market knowledge. Having a good understanding of what that subdivision
1: is, yes. what that zip code is, what that area is, days on market, you know, how much, you know, what were they listed at? How much on average are they selling at, above, or below, you know, their list price? How much are selling per price per square foot? You know, how to actually compare the properties. You need so to be a, dude, very attentive 100%.
0: So I think one of my biggest pet peeves is when agents just let the seller dictate the sales price because they want that listing. Or what they're going to do is go into the listing presentation and be wary of sellers pay very close attention to this. You're going to need to interview two or three agents. I want you to interview two or three. Mm -hmm. You're going to find the agent that's going to be on target, right? Who's like, yep, it's going to sell within 10 grand of X. And then you have another agent that's going to come in and say... Hey, it's going to sell 50 grand over X. And then you're going to have the other agent come in and say, what do you want to list it for? Right? And understand the differences between the agents. The agent that's going to overpromise just to get the listing is probably not going to sell that listing because they're weak. They're a weak agent. I'm guessing, right? The agent that is probably going to come in and say, hey, look, I'm going to give you three prices. This is the today price. If you need to sell this week, mm-hmm. this is the 30 day price. This is your 90 day plus price. And they're going to give you three different options. And we're going to come and negotiate. Again, going back to number one. We're going to negotiate with the seller an an actual offer price. Understanding that the offer price isn't necessarily going to result in whatever the contract price is. We've listed homes in this firm for $1.
1: Do you think they sold for a dollar?
0: No, not even close. Right? It came for true market value. But what it did is it really got a lot of traffic through that house. We marketed the heck out of that. We really were proactive on... Facebook and digital marketing and Instagram and YouTube and all the other stuff. And we got some press for it. People hated us, but that's okay because we sold the dang house, right? And we knew exactly within 10 grand what the house would sell for. And it's literally, it's sold within 10,000 of what we thought it would. That's awesome. Yeah. I remember you telling me about that yeah, story. That's crazy. pretty crazy. Yep. Which house was that? It was a house. Curtis Good was the uh, agent on that. And so it was his own house. He owned it. And so he was willing to, you know, take the risk. And so I had brought it up in a training. I said, somebody should list a house for a dollar and just see what happens. And we blew it up. Yeah. Killed that's it. That's good. And I know
1: it. obviously, you know, we go back to like communication and like market knowledge. So going into a listing presentation, your buyer, your seller is already going to kind of have an idea of what, you know, they want to he- sell their house for or yes. what the actual neighbors have been selling their house for. And you ask him, I always ask him, it's like, what do you feel your, ha- your house is valued at? And if it's, if sometimes it's actually snow spot on, perfect. That's exactly what I was thinking too. And then if it's not, then you have to give them the actual data because this is the data, this is hard facts, tax records of what uh, these are why they're compared to your property. You know, just because it's your neighbor doesn't mean it's going to be, you know, the same exact price and the same exact house. And there's like, you can go through like appraisals and adjustments and, you know, so on and forth. So you can go into the weeds you know with it. But the best thing to do if you're, you know, an agent or if you're somebody looking to list your house is just make sure to have open, uh, transparent conversation, you know, about what the expectations of your house are, how we're going to get the deal done. And then what, um, what the expectations are of is it going to be, you know, in the timely ma- um, fashion, because we used to sell houses in days and hours.
0: Dude, you didn't have to be a rocket scientist. Yeah, or a marketer. now it's going
1: yeah. to a 30-day average, you know. No, it's like 60 me, days now. Now it's going to be 60. Yeah. Trust me, depending on where your area is, you need to be very detailed on yes. the types of interviews that you're having. And Guys, you just have one, have interview.
0: Two. Interview agents. At least two, if not three or more. So cool. Hey, that's it. Thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate you. Pay the dang fee. Like and subscribe, share the show, and I cannot wait to see you. Until then, have an amazing day. Take care.